0: that the many to the lights Welcome to A&E episode 2. I am one of your hosts, Aaron, along with another... Hey, it's Aaron. Aaron and Aaron. Uh, A&E, which stands for Anything and Everything, uh, which is basically what this show is going to cover. We just pick a topic each, every episode, and uh, we give a little presentation about that particular topic, and then we play a game uh, about that topic, and uh, each player will have a chance to earn up to 10 points, and whichever player gets the most points over the course of the episode will win the episode and uh, go home with a brand new car, in their imagination, but still a brand new car. Um, so, uh...
1: are not
0: included <laughs> yeah taxes definitely not included um so we are going to uh, we're going to start this episode as we plan to start with every episode with a catch-up period um ordinarily this is where we would read uh emails or play your voicemails if you send them to us but um we still haven't put up our first episode at time of recording so uh no time for or chance for anybody to send us anything so it's just the two of us so we're just going to kind of catch up it has been a couple of weeks as we skipped out. What's been going on in Aaron
1: land? Well, I, um, I had a sinus infection, so that was oh, super, fun. right? Whoa. Yeah. Antibiotics. And steroids. Yay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, that was fun. I have, uh, I'm a huge nerd. I mean, come on. I think you probably all know that. And, uh, Anyway, I have thousands of Disney pins I amassed over the years uh, when I worked at Disney and then also uh, just going. And so I've probably like 20 years worth of pins. And so I've started a project where I'm taking the glass and stuff out of frames and then putting in a piece of poster board with some felt. And then I'm putting the pins and I'm hanging them on the wall as like an art installation. I only have one done. Wow. Which represents like 40 pins so it's gonna take a while
0: <laughs> wow
1: but uh so i've been doing that in my free time and my dog my sweet little abby is terrified of the staple gun i need for the project
0: <laughs> of course yeah, yeah. of course yeah. it's a very loud noise
1: yeah yeah, yeah. well what, uh, what about you
0: um oh man yeah uh tough call uh, this week has been very strange up and down uh the work is just uh very bizarre um wednesday which was the day before thanksgiving is usually like one of the easiest days of the year in terms of work like we usually just sit around the office all day drinking coffee waiting until we're told we can go home which is usually around 2 p.m um But for whatever reason, and I don't know why, every church for 50 miles broke their copier that day, and I was running around like a chicken with his head on fire. Um, So, yeah, that was not fun. But in in other fun things, um, let's see. I have been doing a lot of programming lately. Um, My other podcast, BFYTW, we do a lot of... um, we do a lot of uh, games and stuff, and, and a lot of our shows are based on British game shows, and there's one I've always wanted to do, but I didn't think I had the, um, like the skills to pull it off, and I'm actually finding out that's not true. Um, I just had to hunker down and actually work at it. Huh, what are the odds? Yeah. Um, so I've been putting together our version of the Chase, which is admittedly not just a British show anymore. There is an American version now with all the guys from Jeopardy. Um, but I'm basing our version on the British version, which to me is always going to be superior. Uh, and that's not like a you know like I'm you know an un-American sort of you know non-patriotic thing. It's just. <clears throat> British game shows just traditionally beat the shit out of American ones. That's that's just that's just how it is, except in terms of money. Like American game shows will give away easily like 10 to 100 times what British game shows give away. But, um, but in terms of like pure gameplay and fun, I think they usually have us beat.
1: I don't like to disagree with you, but I will mm-hmm. say that that's a modern thing that American shows, because as you know, or as I've mentioned to you, I've been rewatching all of the like our generations Nickelodeon shows. Oh yeah, on uh, Paramount and <laughs> on Double Dare. Sometimes mm. the people that like only win the first prize in that like really hard obstacle course, mm. they're like, "Here's your canister of Nesquik." <laughs> <And I'm> like, go <laughs> into a bowl of goo for a two dollar god knows what it cost in the 80s but it's probably like two or three bucks right now in the grocery store little powder nesquik how do you feel about your life little kids and like (laughs) even even the dollars that you could win during the game or the points during the game they get like 25 dollars. and i'm like yeah that's hard your life is hard little kids wait a few years and be on the game show
0: yeah. And if you managed to get all eight, your 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 prize was a trip to the same amusement park in which the show was filmed, I think. No, no. Oh, you was got, it a different one. You got to go to Disneyland. Yeah, but I thought that's where it was filmed. Or was that Universal Studios? Universal I mean, like, Studios, so like I
1: think, was Nickelodeon. So, so, yeah.
0: so basically the, the amusement park down the street. Yeah, but you didn't
1: get to stay in a Disney hotel
0: i get that that that's true that's true
1: that was the weird thing was they're like we're sending you to disney world and you're gonna stay at this other place
0: (laughs) you're gonna stay at the the radisson suites enjoy (laughs) your shuttle
1: although i think ironically disney now owns the hotel that used to be the non-disney hotel from double of course
0: of course oh mark
1: summers god bless him
0: Uh, it's so weird to watch those episodes now, knowing how OCD he was, even back then. Like, so to sort of like get covered with whatever goop and gunk that had to be so incredibly off-putting for him, but he was on screen, so he couldn't, you know, he couldn't really show it.
1: If you really pay attention, he's really like pushing the towels at the kids all the time after the show, which now I'm like, oh, you're, yeah you're crazy a little bit but all right
0: no well, yeah I, I, I don't know that i'd label him as crazy no, I not, mean yeah but it, he's you know he's clearly got an issue with that that's
1: I, i'm a bad mental health advocate because i suffer mm. from anxiety and depression and i same didn't always have it mine came on from a medical situation that developed later mm. in my life mm. <laughs> You know because i'm a thousand so i get to say later in my life no just more recently <laughs> Jesus. not a thousand God. um no i just there was a strange turn of phrase i guess i, I felt uh the, later later in, in life. My, later in my life I, yeah.
0: was, uh, you know, I was hobbling up the stairs
1: <laughs> um but yeah so i remember a time that i didn't feel this way and so I spent the first several years that I had the anxiety and depression. I have the worst kind of anxiety. I have generalized anxiety disorder. So it's mm. all of it. So I have Ooh. OCD about weird things. But then also, like, you can clearly see my room behind me. My craft room looks like a shithole. So. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't it's know just, that
0: I'd describe it as a shithole. It's
1: cluttered. I.
0: that i will agree with yes i I am
1: fanatical about making sure that like my coaster is the right distance from the edge of like my coffee table Mm. but then i'm like oh that pile of whatever behind me is fine but and then i have all of the anxiety so i have a little bit of all of them it's the worst you
0: just you just got a taste of everything
1: yeah so but anyway i i constantly call myself crazy and my therapist is like don't use that word that's a bad word you have a mental health illness <laughs> or you, ha- you have you know a condition or use something more positive positive." and i was like no i feel insane because i used yeah. to not be like this <laughs> yeah. i'm not the best advocate So don't don't new listeners who just found us because we finally published don't Don't send me letters. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, um,
0: I mean, I, I I get it, but, um, I, I think from my perspective, just because I think I started having issues around high school and probably puberty, to be honest. Um, and it's just something I've dealt with since then. Like, and, and so it wasn't, it wasn't sudden or anything like that. So, um, I guess I don't feel it crazy to the point where I would actually say I feel crazy, but I, I definitely have my moments where I get down or when I'm just completely overly anxious because there's too many strangers around me and one of them touched me. Oh, God, you know, um, that sort of thing.
1: I experience those things, too. I, when I'm having like an anxiety attack or, or if I'm depressed, I'm in the middle of it. But there's a point at either the beginning or the end where rational brained aaron goes this is all in your head this is your anxiety or this is your depression oh. you're not alone or no one's laughing at you someone on the back corner of the room told a joke it has nothing to do with you or what you look like you didn't spill anything on yourself but even though i know that i can't stop it and so at the beginning and the end i feel so helpless and and irritated with myself like I don't I don't want to cut myself some slack I feel like I should just be able to like move on that's more like like I I know what I normally would do in a situation and so now when a situation comes up that makes me anxious I'm like no like 33 years your life was chill and you could have handled this but now so that's that's what i mean by making me feel crazy because mine was sudden i woke up mm. and within a, f- I i had my thyroid out so i woke up and then within a few days of that i just i was like so like nervous and on edge mm. and i didn't know what's going on and then they're like oh you um this happens sometimes when your thyroid comes out just happens um we're gonna send you to this outpatient program to teach you to be okay with anxiety and I went to this like two-week class and they taught you things like you know don't take on big tasks because you're not going to be able to finish them do things in 30-minute chunks if something frustrates you walk away don't keep fighting with it and they taught you to like give yourself some allowances and I got out of that class and I was like weak ass bitches i can i can live <laughs> life regular, and and you can't and i have to remind myself of that every day that if i, I can't do something that it's fine
0: yeah i have so many projects that wound up completely half finished because i ran into an obstacle that i couldn't immediately solve and i just gave up on it like uh that that's probably one of my biggest Clause as a person is that like if i if i run into something i can't immediately fix and i then i tend to just give up on it because i'm like i don't know what to do I, I give up run away um but i don't know doesn't thankfully rear its head in social stuff all that much but you know i still get really socially anxious like i think that's that's the worst anxiety personally is when i'm surrounded by too many people i don't know then my brain just kind of goes into fighter flight mode i'm honestly amazed i handled the trip to new jersey as well as i did but the fact of the matter was that i knew at least on a technical level most of you from the internet you know as opposed to just complete strangers so i think it was a little bit easier for me to deal
1: with i was gonna say that might have been your worst nightmare but it seems like it went okay then
0: i'd say it went pretty damn well i I was dazzling
1: when you met me obviously
0: (laughs) yeah yeah something must have gone right this podcast never would have happened without it
1: yeah jk everyone listeners this uh if you want to laugh at me here's how we met i was given weed and it was too strong for my life (laughs) and i felt like i was like dying and he and some other people i had not really yet met showed up in our hotel room at the weekend that we met and we there visiting and and someone said his name was aaron and i said oh i'm not hitting on you and then i started to tell the story that my crazy girl brain thinks like every time i see an aaron on a dating app that i should swipe right because there's a chance that that would look good on like a wedding invite or a christmas card <laughs> and that's how i started met this person Mm -hmm. that is now my friend yes so i win at awkward yeah um
0: i i I tried to out awkward that and i just couldn't i just couldn't i did my best but uh it would be hard it was pretty impressive as an opening move it was (laughs) mercy but uh, but i mean that that trip was just Mm. At, after that first slightly awkward day, it was just perfect. And I was very, very pleased with how everything went. Um, the show in particular went rather swingly with only a few errors here and there. But otherwise, you know, no complaints. Um, and yeah, yeah, some really good friendships came out of it. And I'm very pleased about that.
1: I like it. I like it. Um, but uh, this friendship might not last if I keep cutting you off. I think I stole your thunder when I talked about mark summers
0: oh yeah yeah because at some point i was talking about the fact that i was working on uh, the, the, the chase and then, right. then, we, then we went off on tangent after tangent after tangent and we somehow wound up into depression and then back to new jersey so you know i guess all things end in new jersey so it's fine um so yeah no um so i i now have a program that will allow me to actually run a game of the chase if we ever do that game on our podcast podcast the only problem is the way it's set up it won't work over the internet so it has to be an in-person kind of thing but um it can still be a fun toy that we trot out every now and then um just another game we can play on our show but that's that's taken up the majority of my time this week has been working on that i think is just sitting down and programming and creating art for its art he says in heavy finger quotes um Because my skills are nowhere near um, kindergarten level. Like, just absolutely awful. Like, my finger paintings were ripped up by the teacher, okay? It's that bad. Like, I'm just no skills at all.
1: uh, I've sent Aaron a couple ideas of what our art might look like. I even got so, like meticulous one day i said i have this thing that's the color i want to use for our background So, and i went and got a uh, old-timey label thing and i I made the practical model of what i was going to draw because i wanted to see it in real life yeah and i sent it to aaron and aaron was like that's yeah i like the second one and uh (laughs) i had sent you some sketches and you were like i i don't know which one is better
0: yeah, you, you, you cannot, uh, and I apologize, but you cannot come to me for opinions on art, because I will just be like, yeah, good. You know, and, and that's pretty much all you're going to get out of me, because I don't know what to say. Like, my brain doesn't parse um, art into like, you know, uh, this aspect of it was good, whereas I think this aspect needs work or any of that, because it all feels like criticism to me. And I'm just like, I can't, I, I just don't, I just don't do that. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't, I can't, I can't break that down in my brain for some reason. So I just, I just wind up going, yeah, thumbs up. And that's pretty much all you'll get. And I apologize. So
1: there's a 50, 50 chance you hate whatever our, whatever I have decided to put out as the logo. No,
0: no, 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 no. If, if I hate something, it will become immediately obvious because I'll be too afraid to say anything. Neat. Yeah. So if, if if I like it, I'll I'll say yeah, good. If if I don't like it, radio silence. <laughs> Just so so there you go. Now you now you know the code. You know how it works.
1: <laughs> Seems like that's very productive for my mental health. Thank you. <laughs>
0: I think I think we need like a third outside someone to take this art stuff to say, what do you think, you know, because I, I, I am not the you, do, you don't want to come to me with that. Just fair warning. Uh, OK, well, it's been about 20 minutes. Uh, do you want to take a break and then we'll launch into our first topic? Um. And I think we decided that you're going to go first this week. Did you want to did you want to tell our listeners and me? Because I don't know, like uh, what what area your topic is in. You don't have to tell us the whole topic before we go to break. What what sort of stuff are we going to be talking about?
1: I will be discussing a historical, a series of historical coincidences.
0: Ooh. Well, that sounds very interesting. I can't wait to find out what it is, but uh, we're gonna have to wait because we're gonna go to break. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey I'm Pantsless Aaron This is Stevie And I'm Augie And we are Because Fuck You That's Why The podcast that's all about playing games and having fun Our games are mostly based on British panel shows or British game shows But we'll play just about anything that catches our attention and imagination Our show is all about laughs So please come by and have a great time Why? Because, because fuck, fuck you that's Why? why. Hey, welcome back. Uh, it's time for our first topic of the evening. And uh, my good friend, Erin, is going to take over with here uh, with her topic, which is on a series of historical coincidences. I'm very curious. What, what topic are you bringing today?
1: Well, I'd like to start my topic by saying that this has uh, been a longstanding theater joke favorite of mine, which was that critic went up and said, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how did you like the play? <laughs> so. Dark, no. dark. Right? Yeah. Well, so my topic is the Lincoln-Kennedy coincidences. Ooh. Which, in my. I am my,
0: familiar with this. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. There's a long list. There's um, a long list, but some yeah. of them
1: are true and some of them are false. In my family, my dad alerted me to them and they were in my family known as the Lincoln Kennedy Coincidenza. (laughs) Uh, But in August of 1964, a little less than a year after Kennedy was assassinated, Time Magazine published the first list that I could kind of find. I went back and did some digging and they called it a compendium of curious coincidences, which I love.
0: That is a fantastic name
1: yeah <laughs> so uh but over years uh, over the years it's been known as the lincoln kennedy coincidences or the lincoln kennedy connection uh this list circulated in physical and digital versions over the years uh and pretty much almost every year some version of it pops up on social media you'll see it in like your facebook or twitter feed or got one of those clickbait articles but anyway yeah that's that's a cool thing the connection between lee harvey oswald john wilkes booth gets kind of written into one of sondheim shows even really there's a show called assassins and stephen sondheim has booth as sort of the pioneer assassin it's a group of assassins Mm. and booth convinces lee harvey oswald to shoot the president and um So that's a fascination of the tie-in that got them put together in a a musical. Uh, Also in 1966, and I'm going to play a short clip of this because it is almost a six-minute song and it's legit awful, but in 1966, Buddy Starcher released a popular song called History Repeats Itself, and I, I can't stress enough how terrible this is. This is a strange but true story which proves that history does repeat itself. And the events depicted here happen just one hundred years apart. Um that just goes on like that. And also I cut out the intro. Wow. The intro was literally
0: no singing at all. He just talks the whole way through.
1: Yeah. Well there is a There's a chorus at the beginning doing the glory, glory, hallelujah, very slow. Kind of mm. like they did at Great Moments of Mr. Lincoln at all the Disney parks, <laughs> Just <laughs> slow and very old-timey sounding. Yeah. It's really awful. It's like five <laughs> minutes and 38 seconds or something. It's very long. Wow. But it was like a top hit. People were so fascinated by these like coincidences that that song wow. became a hit. So anyway well let's let's get into the list shall we yeah uh so this list is the basically the most consistently noted coincidences so the names lincoln and kennedy each have seven letters in them Woo! both presidents were elected to congress in 46 and then later to the presidency in 60. I will let you know if any of these are false afterwards. This is just what circulates. Okay. Uh, Both men married women in their 20s when they themselves were in their 30s. Okay. Both lost a son while living in the White House. Both lost a child prior to getting elected president. Mm. Both men were shot in the presence of their wives. Ugh. Both assassins were born in 39 and were known by three names composed of 15 letters.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs>
1: that
0: doesn't add up. What? Or, or am I wrong? Uh, it, it, never mind. Never mind. We'll, well, you said some of these are not true, so go ahead.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to some of them. Yeah. So, uh, Booth ran from Ford's Theater in Daly Plaza. I'm sorry. Booth ran from Ford's Theater and was caught in a warehouse. Oswald ran from Daily or Daily Plaza warehouse and was caught in a the theater.
0: Oh, I'm I'm I am sorry. I had it mixed up in my head. Never mind. Carry on.
1: Uh, both presidents were runners up for their party's nomination for vice president in '56. Wow. Both <coughs> defeated the sitting incumbent vice president. Both successors were Southern Democrats, surnamed Johnson, and both were born in 08, and their first names contained six letters. The assassins were both summoners. Oh, excuse me. Let me learn how to read, y'all. <laughs> oh, God, they had the r- power to summon creatures? Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> just demons and shit? Just, Man, oh. this is just Illuminati <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah or in a far less exciting way they were both southerners yeah yeah mm. sorry about that okay. uh, <laughs> so both presidents were particularly concerned with civil rights and made their views strongly known so lincoln signed uh, famously the emancipation proclamation and then um kennedy presented reports to congress following the civil rights march on washington and uh discussing jobs and freedom uh both presidents were shot in the head on a friday and died in nearby locations lincoln was shot at ford's theater kennedy was shot in a ford car (laughs) (laughs) Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy who told him not to go to Ford's theater. Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln, whose husband Harold nickname was Abe. She warned him not to go to Dallas. Mm. And then this is the final one. We'll get into the, the true false of it all. Both Oswald and Booth were assassinated before they could be put on trial. Yeah. so, you uh you you thought one of those was sort of
0: yeah but that's cuz i i i mixed it up in my head i thought you were saying that john f kennedy and abraham lincoln both had 15 letters in their name but you were actually talking about their assassins the assassins yeah who who do who do both do have 15 letters in their f- full publicly known names yes um not, however, not not the victims but the the actual assassins but yeah
1: however the other half of that of the that item on the list Mm. is false uh john wilkes booth was born in may of 1938 and lee harvey oswald wasn't born until october of 1939 so they weren't both born in 39 so that is actually one of the false ones right um there's no uh proof uh that lincoln ever had a secretary named kennedy (laughs) but evelyn lincoln yeah. was kennedy's secretary and she did warn him about going
0: was she known by abe
1: that's not i <laughs> yeah, didn't find yeah that that seemed like
0: bs to me <laughs> yeah
1: uh so that and then the the booth ran to this and then and blah blah, blah. so the mm. that one is false as well booth ran from the theater and was caught in the warehouse um but he was caught in a barn. I, they're using warehouse, I guess, as like a large open space perhaps, but yeah. yeah, he was caught in a barn and then Oswald was arrested in a movie theater, but he wasn't, he was at the Texas school book depository. So also again, kind of a warehouse, but also just kind of a, yeah. a school building of books. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's that's that but so for the true ones though and i thought this was interesting so both lost a son while living in the white house so lincoln lost an 11 year old son william and kennedy lost his infant son patrick and then whose both, names both have seven letters both sons <laughs> names have 21 letters each oh wow with each having seven letters, first, middle, and last name. So You had William Wallace Lincoln, so you had 777, oh, and then yeah. Patrick Bouvier Kennedy. Wow. 777.
0: I mean, um, that is a pretty good coincidence right there.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lincoln married when he was 33, and Mary Todd who Mary, excuse me, Mary Ann Todd, who by all accounts was kind of a, a little bit of a, a nut job. <laughs> um, she was 23. So there's a 10 year age gap there, which back in that time was honestly not even shocking. Yeah. And then Kennedy was 36 and Jackie was only 24.
0: Again, not a surprise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, then okay so then both assassins were assassinated by southerners that's actually false um as well so john wilkes booth was born in maryland he was a southern sympathizer but he was by birth a northerner oh um and then lee harvey oswald was born in new orleans so that was accurate Um, Pretty much the rest of the list is accurate, but a lot of the uh, articles and things I read and sort of the analysis of it all was that you can find connections in anything. And a lot of people think there is something to like that the, what is it, numerology or whatever, where it's Mm. like, but it says most of the items in the above list were true, but it's not unusual given elections are held every four years. So yeah. it's mathematically that hundred year gap had to happen at some point. Right. For someone. Um <clears throat> Yeah, um
0: yeah it's a this is a good general rule like if you look hard enough you can find connections and everything I mean that I think that's why like QAnon even exists and like why these crazy people think and I don't hesitate to use the word crazy to describe them why why some of these people actually think that JFK is going to come back to life alongside Michael Jackson which was a surprise to me the other day um Uh, yeah so none of this surprises me um i i guess if anything were to surprise me it to be fair i wasn't expecting that their sons all had the same number of letters in each of their names They're they're
1: dead sons
0: that's a pretty good coincidence and they're both dead yeah that, that that's that's a pretty big coincidence
1: um i do think um as far as the, this is just a historical note. It doesn't have to do anything with the list, I guess. But um, Kennedy, I mean, the back of Kennedy's head blew off. He was pretty much always going to be dead um, with that, that shot. It would have been hard to save his life. And it would have been, you know, perhaps a difficult quality of life if they had. Um, <sighs> however, <laughs> Lincoln basically died from an infection. Uh, the bullet yeah. was lodged. Uh, uh, in the back, and literally, they kept just like kind of like poking at it and trying to like fish it out. And people weren't really as clean in the 1800s, so he basically just laid there in agony and died. And I I don't know if you've ever been to Ford's Theater, but uh, there's an exhibit because they took him like next door, or across the street, or whatever. And so the person's house that they took him to to die donated the pillow to like a museum or whatever and so they wow. have the pillow with like this very small amount of blood on it which is kind Aww. of indicative of he wasn't hemorrhaging badly it was just lodged and it was just <laughs> lack of knowledge and germs that that took down you know <sighs> a man that some people consider to have been a pretty terrific president although. Who I mean, who knows? Yeah. You don't know.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's quite the topic you've brought in.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome.
0: Uh, well, do you have a game for me.
1: I do. I went old school. I'm doing a true or false today. Okay. And I'm just going to read you some... Uh, this actually was uh, oh I want to cite my sources I figured we should probably do that okay yeah not a bad idea so uh, for my research of course I used Wikipedia thank you Mm. for that Wikipedia if you guys like Wikipedia they do take donations Mm. also I used uh, the Forge Theatre website which has a lot of historical documents I used the original Time Magazine article from 1964 Mm. and uh, I think that's it okay okay oh and my brain i used my brain because i'm a nerd okay Okay.
0: yeah good stuff
1: all right so i'm gonna this game is worth 10 points so you're gonna have 10 true or false statements all right okay okay true or false abraham lincoln was elected president in 1860 and john f kennedy was elected president in 1960
0: well, you said that was tr- true, and I think it's true. I'm gonna go true.
1: Okay. Cool, cool. See, this is really just like, did you listen to me? <laughs> <laughs> were you paying any attention at all? Essentially we're married now, and you're you're watching TV on the couch, and I'm seeing if you've listened to my whole story. Um <laughs> Okay. Right. Uh, both presidents were shot on a Friday. Ooh.
0: I did not need, I don't remember that. I may not have been paying attention at that point. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that's false. I don't think they both died on the same day. Or if it was, I don't think it was a Friday.
1: Ah, uh, so, so you have one point for your first true oh and then this that's wrong that was true they both died on a friday ah, I, 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 I did say that but that's okay ah. that's okay uh the names lincoln and kennedy are made up of seven letters
0: well yes that is true <laughs> i
1: gave you a, i gave you a freebie easy one because oh, i, I you. like you i want thank you to you. win the car car not included hey. <laughs> um uh. I'm send you a micro machine i'm going to find a micro machine <laughs> from the late 80s early 90s on ebay and send you a micro machine if you win all right all right uh let's I'll see. do the same
0: for you if you win
1: <laughs> both men were succeeded in office by southerners Ooh.
0: now i i i remember you said that that booth and and uh and oswald were not both southerners i think booth was actually from the north but oswald was born in the south but i don't remember you saying anything about their successors i know lyndon johnson i think i think lyndon johnson was from the south but i don't know about Andrew Johnson is that the one who replaced Lincoln? Um, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say that's false,
1: and you would be wrong. Ah, damn it!
0: <laughs> I, I literally went false because I didn't think you'd do four trues in a row, but that's what I get.
1: All right, fair enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's cuz I'm jumping around the page. So oh, there's okay. no order to this. Uh, I got you. Please, I apologize. Uh, it's all good. Here, let's 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 go with this one. Andrew Johnson, who succeeded Lincoln, was born in 1808. And Lyndon Johnson, who succeeded Kennedy, was born in 1909.
0: Uh, okay. So, uh, first of all, pleased that I got Andrew Johnson, right. Um, but now I don't know. I because I remember hearing, uh, you know, the conspiracy that both Johnsons were born a hundred years apart, but you just said that they weren't, they were actually born 101 years apart maybe i don't remember which one was was first my question i'm asking if
1: that's true or false uh all right i'm overthinking
0: this false you got one score three points to me so far
1: (laughs) yeah three out of five that's not bad
0: and one of them involves me counting letters (laughs)
1: can you count count to seven (laughs) all right (laughs) okay next (laughs) question speaking of seven okay question six is next all right what i did there i went back Uh i don't anyway all right uh both booth and oswald were assassinated prior to their trials
0: that's true okay that is true
1: that is true good
0: uh, job. oswald was killed by jack ruby uh i don't remember who killed booth
1: um i can't remember who shot him he was the barn was on fire that he was in they'd set yeah. fire to the barn to get him he to was come out not having a good day period his leg was broken oh gee,
0: yeah yeah he was in bad shape and cold. then
1: the uh the, this is just this is trivia, ladies and gentlemen. get ready for this mid quiz mm. trivia uh the expression "Your name is mud is uh said to come from that incident because the doctor that set john Wick Booth's leg not knowing he had just shot the president mm-hmm. this doctor set his leg and helped him out so he could continue on his journey away from the crime scene mm-hmm. and so then he was uh blamed for him getting away wow and so then people were say it would say your name is mud
0: mm. uh,
1: i believe his name was mudd though like the popular 90s clothing brand moving right yeah. along. okay thank you for that <laughs> you're welcome Both assassins were known by their three names.
0: Uh, both names
1: are comprised of 14 letters.
0: That is false. It's 15. Cool. Check. I'm up to five points now. Yay. (laughs) Three to go.
1: Oh my God. Okay. All right. Don Wilkes Booth was born in 1839. And Lee Harvey Oswald was born in
0: 1939.
1: False. Correct. You listen. One,
0: one of them was born in 38. I don't remember which one.
1: John the one of them was. Booth was born in 1838. Yeah. Look at you. You got six points. You're basically yeah.
0: winning. Well, we'll see how you do on my game.
1: <laughs> Great. Uh, let's see here lincoln had a personal secretary named kennedy sorry i apparently i can't read i'm looking at this on paper
0: she just blank out like what what just happened yeah i just i
1: powered down i'm actually a robot and i just powered down for a second she rebooted okay Lincoln had a personal secretary named Kennedy and Mm. Kennedy had a personal Mm. secretary named Lincoln.
0: That much is true.
1: No, that's false. What? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, that's that's right. You said you couldn't find any evidence of a secretary named Kennedy. Right. Uh, Damn it. I I was I was paying attention to that, too, and like I I knew that. But in the back of my brain, I just went, oh, it must be true because we were
1: talking about it. Now I'm just have the dumb. That's okay. That's fine. I think you'll get this last one. I mean, if you don't, you really didn't listen to me, but let's see. Lincoln was shot at Ford Theater and Kennedy was shot in a Ford Lincoln.
0: Now you said it was a Ford car you didn't say it was a ford lincoln i don't think
1: i really feel like you're overthinking this
0: i may be overthinking it i'll just say true yeah yeah okay
1: that was a rough ride so let's see what did you get (laughs) thanks And so you got seven seven i'll
0: take that seven points wait is that right
1: did you only get seven
0: yeah. Yeah. I missed three of them
1: oh, at okay. least.
0: I'm really right. sure it was three.
1: All right. So uh, I'll take
0: seven points. Okay. So um, yeah. Uh, that, that can, Thanks, Aaron. What a great topic. I love the uh, I, I feel like I learned a lot, even though I also feel like I, I was passed out through part of that uh, topic because <laughs> apparently I was not paying attention for, for three of those questions. To, well, in my defense, it is a lot of confusing and 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 like similar information. You know, like this person's name is Kennedy. This person's also named Kennedy. This third person is also named Kennedy. I I think you did pretty good. Uh, I feel pretty good about it. Uh, so uh, we're going to do a quick break, and then we'll be back for my topic right after this. Hey, welcome back. Uh, It's time for the third and final part of our show, which is going to be my topic, which also falls into history. Uh, But you'll find it quite different than Aaron's topic because I'm going to discuss the War of Jenkins' Ear. Uh, So this is a topic that kind of fell into my lap. uh, And I just, as soon as I heard the title, I was like, I have to know what that is. Um, So you'd assume by the name of it that this is going to be some silly war that lasted nine days over a misunderstanding where a half-deaf general named Jenkins misheard an ambassador who said, I declare I'm sore all through. Uh, Sadly, we are not so lucky. This is a real nasty war that lasted for nine years. And I've given myself the unfortunate task of making this topic entertaining and interesting when all the material is as dry as the vagina of every woman I've shown my board game collection to. (laughs) The uh, War of Jenkins' Ear began in 1739, at least officially. In reality, this story starts with a man who was neither deaf nor innocent in all this. Welsh master mariner uh, or mariner Robert Jenkins was pulled over by the Spanish Coast Guard, who supposedly found contraband on board his ship uh, named the Rebecca and instead of taking a bribe like usual they apparently felt that jenkins needed to be made an example of so they cut off his ear i'm guessing it wasn't his first offense back in britain jenkins told anyone who would listen that the spanish had done this to him but i'm assuming most of them just said what I can't hear you. My ear's been cut off because people are inherently dicks. Believe it or not, at the time, such violence were uh, was considered the cost of doing business. So nobody took him seriously. Around the same time, Britain was trying to maintain access to the markets in Spanish America, which at the time spanned all of Mexico and a good chunk of what is now the southern USA. Now, doing this required Britain having a good relationship with Spain, but two things happened around the same time that strained that relationship. First, Britain started moving its shit into Spain's place without asking, and then Britain found out that Spain was cheating on them with France. Seriously, the trashiest people. (laughs) what I really mean is that Britain created the colony of Georgia, which threatened Spain's hold on America and Spain entered into the pact de familiae, uh, Sorry, familial. The Pacte familial with France, which left Britain thinking that they were about to be replaced as Spain's primary trading partner. So, a second round of heavy finger quotes depredations occurred to British sailors and merchantmen, and Jenkins was finally given his day in court, or rather, the House and uh, the House of Commons, where the politicians asked Jenkins for his testimony, and Jenkins replied. What? I can't hear you. My ear's been cut off. Britain pressed Spain for compensation, but Spain was having none of it. In 1739, the Admiralty was authorized to begin naval operations, and on October 23rd, 1739, Britain declared war. It's at this point that I'd like to point out one of the more unsavory parts of this whole thing. A secondary objective in this war for Britain was to force Spain to honor their asiento contract. This gave British slave traders permission to sell slaves in Spanish America. There's almost never any good guys in war, and this war is certainly no exception. In fact, the British would have fit neatly into the last topic I covered. So there were a bunch of battles over the next three years, but I want to focus on one particular series. The three attempts by Admiral Edward Vernon of the British to capture the Spanish city of Cartagena de Indias in Colombia, which was defended by the Spanish Admiral Blas de Lezo, because not only did it go wrong three times, but it seemingly got worse with every attempt. (laughs) So the first try, Vernon tried to send a spy to learn about the city's defenses, but the spy was denied entry to the port. He probably shouldn't have been wearing that shirt with I am a spy written on the front and the back. When that failed, Vernon tried to land soldiers uh, but met heavy resistance. So instead, he bombarded the city for three days before he gave up and withdrew. On his second attempt, Vernon came back with 13 warships. But this time, the Spanish deployed their six ships in such a way that the British fleet could only make short or long-range shots of little value. And again, he withdrew, insisting that the attack was only a maneuver, which is a bit like me insisting that I'm a grower, not a shower. No, ladies, it really is that small. The third attempt was the biggest action of the entire war. Vernon had assembled 186 ships and more than 27,000 men. Leso had six ships and over 3,600 men. What follows is a spectacular failure by a massively superior force, thanks to incredibly bad luck, bad planning, and a seriously plucky uh, Spanish admiral. Lezo only had six ships because he'd scuttled some of his other ones, and he used the debris to block the harbor entrance. While Vernon tried to clear it, he captured a nearby fort, but not before the Spanish had successfully evacuated it. At this point, Vernon believed that victory was at hand, so he sent a message to Jamaica informing them that he'd taken the city, remember that for later. The Brits then mounted an assault on the next fort, bringing their scaling ladders under the cover of night, carrying huge amounts of equipment to scale the walls. And they fought their way to the base of the fort's ramparts, only to find that Lezo had had the fort surrounded with deep trenches, which made the British scaling ladders too short to use. The British found themselves unable to breach the fort and unable to retreat because they were under heavy fire from the Spanish and encumbered with all this heavy, useless equipment they'd brought. The Spanish charged at first light and devastated the British, and the remainder retreated to their ships. The British successfully sank all six of the Spanish ships, but the Spanish repelled any attempt to land ground forces from that point on, forcing the British to stay aboard ship for a month. Faced with dwindling supplies and an outbreak of yellow fever, which had actually killed more British soldiers than Spanish bullets had, Vernon raised the siege and fled, tail firmly tucked between his legs. Meanwhile, there was celebration in London as Vernon's message of victory had reached them. They even minted commemorative medals showing the defeated Spanish kneeling before Vernon. I genuinely wonder if Vernon kept any of them. Uh, There were other battles in the war, but most actions were done by 1742, and the war just sort of petered out after that. It was essentially resolved by the Treaty of Isla Chapelle, which restored the status quo and didn't even get a Netflix deal out of it. Nowadays, the War of Jenkins' Ear is only remembered uh, by a commemoration annually on the last Saturday in May at Wormsloe Plantation in Savannah, Georgia. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the War of Jenkins' Ear. Wow. <laughs> wow
1: what do you think interesting Uh, or why did you waste my time with that no i (laughs) I, I was fascinated by each small petty move that led up to a massive uh shitting of the bed i guess yeah it,
0: it was an incredible shitting of the bed if so many people hadn't died it would be a lot easier to laugh at it but uh, it was a good twenty thousand people died at that battle i think
1: and the arrogance of that guy yeah it's like we we won we uh, yeah got he, this.
0: He, he, he literally put his foot in the door and he went we got this now we're good he sent the message and oh man i i, I wish i could have been there to see him reach britain come home and get one of those medals in his hand
1: <laughs> People oh, waiting man. at the dock Ugh. cheering probably Ugh. some sort of a banner yeah oh god
0: and most of his, most of them dead yeah. like it's just it's unreal uh, all right so um now for my game and i'm calling this game autocorrect nightmare Uh, So what I've done is I've taken the names of five real wars, and some of them I've left alone. Their title is correct. But for some of them, I've deliberately made the predictive text on my phone choose the wrong word for one of the words in the title. All you have to do is tell me which wars are real and which have been autocorrected and you'll earn points for every correct answer. They get harder as we go, so the later ones are worth more points, but it's still a
1: maximum of 10. Are you ready? Oh, I can't wait. One thing you don't know about me that you soon, you soon will is that I am historically bad at remembering names of battles. <laughs> okay. Well,
0: just do your best then. Uh, your first war is worth one point. The Korean War.
1: Oh, oh, that's a thing. Yes, it's you're that's saying real. real.
0: Yep, that, that is real. It's worth one point. Well done uh, for one point. The special American war.
1: That is not real. It should be the Spanish American war.
0: You're right on both counts. It is autocorrected and it was autocorrected from the Spanish American war. Uh, so you're up to two points. Here is your next one for
1: two points. The Donut War. Oh, shit. Wait, sorry. Can I ask a qualifying question? Sure. Are these all actual battles or are there also marketing campaigns and things thrown in? Um, Every
0: war that I started with was real. What it's been auto-corrected to, I couldn't say.
1: Got it. Okay, well, then I'm going to say that's not real. You're saying it's been auto-corrected. Yes,
0: you are correct. It was originally the Pastry War, which is a real war, uh, which I will not go into because it might be a future topic. Who knows? Uh, it sounds interesting for sure. Uh, but I autocorrected it to Donut. Uh, two more points. You're up to four. You darned you perfectly so far. <clears throat> okay, but now we get into the hard ones. For three points, the War of the Golden Stool. <laughs> oh, viewers, listeners, we can only see
1: Terrence's face. <laughs> Literally squirming in my chair. Um, not real?
0: You think it's been autocorrected? Autocorrected. Okay. It is real. It is real. The War of the Golden Stool. Um, I don't know much about it, except uh, I think it was about a civilized country trying to take this big golden ceremonial stool from a native tribe. My God, but it was a real war and it lasted for quite some time, I believe. All right, so uh, you're still at four points. Uh, This is your last chance to catch up. Uh, And this will tie you with me for three points. The War of the Oaken Bucket again. Listeners, I wish you could see Aaron's
1: face. <laughs> 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 I don't know. And on one hand, when you said Oak and I was like, oh, that's the guy from Frozen with the trading outpost. So that's no. that's fake. But oak and as in Oaken
0: as an O A K O A K E N.
1: I think that's how As the in Swedish- made of oak right yeah no i know what you're saying but i think the name would be spelled the same sir um you know what i'm gonna go with autocorrect
0: okay it is real fucking shit oh i'm sorry uh yeah the war of the oaken bucket is real again i don't know too much about it but i believe it's a similar kind of circumstance in any event you wind up with four points oh, i'm sorry after such a good start uh, if now you, i if gotta you, send you a micro machine yeah yeah if you'd gotten either of those right you would have tied me and nobody would have been sent a car
1: well all right well, <laughs> i owe you a one micro machine
0: yay i don't know what i'm gonna do with it but maybe play with it who knows
1: well, maybe i should get one and then um this is just a fun housekeeping thing, I guess, really for us. But enjoy, listeners. Here's conversation. Maybe we should have some nominal, shitty, small, inexpensive toy or some kind of item every week. But Actual. we have to spray paint it gold and send it to each other.
0: Uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm down for that much effort. Um. Wow. Although I do like the the idea of a little prize every week, that's kind of funny. Um,
1: yeah. All right, well, well uh, but we'll I don't know about, about
0: that. I don't know about setting up like the spray painting for me would be difficult because I can't really do it in my apartment.
1: Oh my god, you can't have a dog. You can't spray paint. No, um, I mean I, I
0: could, but I wouldn't recommend it. Not without some like heavy masks or some shit. Anyway, because it's all enclosed in here, and I'll 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 get high and or possibly die. So uh,
1: oh, I don't um, want you to die yeah
0: Ugh. I'll pass on that doesn't sound like fun okay so that's both our topics and ends, I have seven points to Aaron's four I win hooray yay Woo. you'll get the next one I'm sure or
1: not you almost swept my game last time my games are gonna get hard just so you know
0: okay good because <laughs> they should not be terribly easy obviously um, <laughs> but yeah, if you, if you want to start winning them, make your game harder. Absolutely. Cause it, 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 it will be more fun for me anyway. So, all right. Uh, so that's episode two. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Everybody is listening. Um, if you enjoyed our topic and, you know, have a fact or a thought about it, feel free to let us know. Also, if you, uh, if there's a topic you'd really like us to cover, you know, feel free to send that into us as well. Um, I have completely blanked on our email
1: address. <laughs> good news guys me yeah, too Yeah, we will I,
0: we we've got our shit together
1: uh, uh why don't you oh look i'm i'm still on drugs okay i'm still
0: on massive it, steroids it I can, is i have it here it's aaron and aaron inbox at gmail.com that's a-a-r-o-n-a-n-d-e-r-i-n Inbox at gmail.com That's our email. Feel free to send us an email. You can also reach out to each of us uh, on Twitter. I am Pantsless Aaron, You know at Pantsless Aaron. You can find Aaron at
1: T O A O Turtle. No, it's not Tau. It's the one and only Turtle T O A O
0: Turtle. The one and only. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's my was, old AOL screen name. Well. It's my old AOL screen name. I didn't. uh i i wanted to be turtle my i like turtles and uh my dad called me turtle when i was a kid it was like a family Mm. nickname thing because i just loved him so much and uh, (laughs) i went in and i was like yes and i was like the last person to get the aol disc like in the mail and then be allowed to use it i kept getting the trials and then my dad would be like we're not gonna pay for that shit. so i Mm. finally was subscriber and i could keep it and i was like (laughs) turtle and they were like you mean turtle nine six seven eight four three two whatever and i was like no because i'm the one and only and then i was like hey and now i've been explaining that for like 26 years of my life you
0: didn't know what you were really signing up for huh yeah
1: yeah All right. Uh,
0: Well, you know, thanks again for listening. And like I said, feel free to send us your ideas and, and eventually we're going to have some sort of voicemail thing, I would imagine. Um, oh, did you have something you wanted to say?
1: Yes. Uh, I am going to be publishing through anchor and anchor does offer a voicemail service. So once we get our first, uh, episode up and published, you will be able to call us and leave up to a one-minute voicemail
0: yeah so looking forward to that uh we may even play him on the show we'll, we'll Ayo. see hey so um yeah i think that's gonna be it from us uh for me it's goodbye from aaron bye take it easy guys